Hey everyone, Chad Franzen, and welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. I am really glad you're joining us today. You know, it's been exciting here in the United States the last several weeks. There's been this spirit of revival, you know, kind of floating through uh, college campuses, starting at Asbury and going to a lot of other schools, even my alma mater, Texas A&M. And we're seeing college students, we're seeing this um, this Gen Z, uh, age 25 and under, this this revival this this fresh obedience to the Lord, and it's just really powerful. Um, and so today on the Kingdom Finance Show, I want to talk about this concept of what I believe is the revival of money, because the Lord is the one that gives us resources, talents, abilities, and, and they're really just an act of worship for Him. One of the things we talk about is this idea of a third great awakening. And I'm just going to jump in today because I really feel the anointing on this, and I want to release it to you in our entire community. Um, over a year ago, uh, I was visiting with Billy Epperhart and um, Andrew Walmack and others, and Lance Wall now, we're starting to say, hey, there's this third great awakening that's starting. Like, it's it's being released, and there's things starting to happen. And and we've seen uh, everything from <clears throat> Roe versus Wade being overturned um, to even what's happening on college campuses now. And that is really encouraging because... In a great awakening, we had two great awakenings in the United States before, but in great awakenings, you have revival, but then you also have this concept called reformation. And so reformation happens at the top of the spheres of influence, if you will, government, business, education, media, family, and but revival really starts from, from the bottom. It starts from people who are humble, who who want to turn back to God, who maybe don't even know Jesus. And that's really what's happening right now. And so I want to catch this moment and really release this prophetic teaching about the revival of money here today on the Kingdom Finance Show. One of the things as I was praying about this that the Lord showed me is that part of our problem, and in fact, I think the core problem that we have in our society and culture is not so much Republicans versus Democrats. It's not so much capitalism versus socialism. It's the lack of a father. And so we live today in a fatherless society. And, and I want to present to you this idea that, you know, in Deuteronomy 8, 17 and 18, that, that God said, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth, and you shall remember the Lord your God for it is He who gives you the power or ability to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant, which He swore to your fathers. And so what the Lord was teaching me is that the ability, the power to gain resources, right, to have financial influence, to, to rule and reign as Adam and Eve were created to, it was a covenant He made with your fathers. And so if we look at the, the great divide, the, the lack of uh, leadership in political systems, if we look at the brokenness of the education system, if we look at gender confusion issues, it all centers around fatherlessness. And so you may be asking me, well, Chad, how does this relate to the Kingdom Finance Show? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I really believe when it comes to making an impact with your money, the reason why we don't do it is we do not have 
fathers and mothers in a spiritual sense here that are showing us how to do it. In fact, there's this great scripture in 1 Corinthians 4, 15 that says, you have thousands of instructors in Jesus, but you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I, this is Paul, have begotten you through the gospel. So I really believe this is true in a spiritual sense, but I want to unpack this a little more on today's show that we need more spiritual fathers and mothers who will say, hey, this is the way to become wise and to become um, shrewd with what's going on with your finances, what's going on in business. How do I spend my money? What's the best way to teach my kids about saving and working? We have to understand that the heart of the Father has eternal intrinsic value. And this is really the genesis of everything, right? Creation, you know, right? Past, present, and future. So when we think about we're on this earth for a set period of years, and God is going to bring us people, opportunities, resources, we're going to face obstacles and failures, but it's really all around the heart of the Father is good. And society today, you know, really questions, you know, is, does God really exist? Is God really good? Whatever truth for you is fine. You know, truth is relative. And I really want to present to us that it is because of this lack of a father, lack of mentors, role models, both in the home and in education, but also in the area of business and finance, which is the focus of our show. When we think about the role of a father, um, you can think of the role of a father as a steward or a manager. You know, Jesus had different parables that he taught on, parable of the talents, the parable of the manager, and it's, it's this stewardship role, right? You know, the, the father's role is really three things. Uh, it's to provide, it's to promote those around him, and it's to protect. And so we think about, well, gosh, why, why is culture weird? Why, why is it hard for us to understand finances? Why, why do we have issues with debt? Uh, why do we not feel comfortable investing? Why do we not understand how to invest or how to educate our kids? It's because of this lack of providing, promoting, and protecting. And, and I really believe, and in our heart at Wealth Builders Investments is, we want to create a team of people, a team of coaches, a community, if you will, of men and women who say, hey, we, we really want to learn and gain wisdom on how to provide, promote, and protect um, beyond just resources and finance, but not to exclude those either. You know, one of the things, fatherlessness, when you think about our culture, if you look at violence and crime and abortion and poverty, bankruptcy, divorce, I really think it's all rooted in just this, this lack of the heart of the Father in people. And so one of the great things about the revival that's happening is people are turning back to Jesus, some for the first time, and they're experiencing the heart of God, right? The heart of the Father. Um, you know, God called us to be fruitful, to multiply and to rule over the land. Well, these are all attributes of being a steward, a manager. You know, at the Kingdom Finance Show, we really want to empower you on how to be a kingdom-minded steward, manager, 
leader in your family, in your community, in your business. And so really the heart of God from the very beginning in Genesis what was these attributes to Adam and Eve of stewardship, management, what I'm going to call co-agency, right? Reigning and ruling with Christ. So to some extent, because of our environment, we've abdicated the, the gifts that God already gave us through Scripture of resources, talents, ideas. How many of you would say, hey, you know, I know God's given me ideas, maybe in dreams or maybe when you're journaling or when you're driving around town, and he, he gives us ideas, you know, right? And part of that is just the blessing of the Lord, but then maybe we get busy or we don't do anything with those ideas. And, and those are resources, right? God is freely giving resources to people who will listen to him and manage them. I don't think it goes as any shock to our viewers that we live in a fallen world, right? And we talk a lot about the kingdom. We talk about, you know, how do we um, use resources that God gives us. But the world we live in is what I call a Babylonian system, right? I mean, we're we're like Daniel. You know, we're like Joseph. We are living in foreign land. And in the policies... Um, and I'm not I'm not saying Republican or Democrat, but just in general, political policies, government policies, they're not at the end of the day really going to help the average American gain financial freedom um, to allow them to uh, live the way God wants us to live. We can look at the financial system, uh, Wall Street. We can look at the education system, both in primary schools and in colleges. <clears throat> And we can look at that and see just this um, failure to educate and empower people in finances. So I know this may step on some toes, but what about the church? The, the church, Jesus taught on the topic of money, resource, stewardship more than any other topic. But in the church today, uh, and I love the church, um, we, have this, we have this, what I believe is really from the enemy, this this demonic thing where we won't talk about finances. We might talk about tithing, but we won't talk about kingdom stewardship. We won't talk about pro-values investing. Uh, we won't talk about how to really be um, an extremely generous steward. In fact, it's almost frowned upon to talk about finances in the church because you don't want to offend people, right? There's this spirit of offense if someone is successful in their business or um, with their money or with real estate that people, um, they get jealous, right? Or they don't want to share their ideas. And so it's, it's I think, clearly from the pit of hell, you know, right? It's just an opposition to us of we want to take what God has given us um, in Revelation and share it with others. And I think if we did that more in the church, if we did that more in the school system, if we did that more... Um, even in the business world, um, I think we would bring more of the kingdom into Babylon. So I want you to know that Wall Street, corporate America, academia, they're, they're not your friends. They're not going to teach you. They're not going to have this heart of the Father that I presented here at the beginning on how you can use your gifts and abilities and financial resources for the greater good of society. So we cannot look to those uh, parts of culture 
to be <clears throat> spiritual fathers, to be like mentors um, on that. And in fact, those entities, are they're going to use their own goals and they're going to use us to achieve them. So it's really important, as Jesus taught, that we have to choose the narrow path. Um, there is a cost for becoming a kingdom investor, but I really believe when we realize that it is this fatherlessness culture that we live in, that that is at the root of why we lack financial wisdom, why we are not more apt to give, why we're not more apt to help our fellow, uh, our fellow neighbor. And it's really not God's heart at all for us. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, stewardship at a high level. You know, in Revelations 19, it says that the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And so God obviously spoke through Deuteronomy prophetically that he was giving mankind the ability, the power to create wealth, to do what? To fulfill the covenant, right? And so Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of the covenant. And so when we're walking what I'm going to call prophetically in, in managing resources, managing money, managing businesses, this creates a testimony, creates a testimony for Jesus, right? Because in Deuteronomy, it was tied to the covenant. Does that make sense? And so Jesus being the fulfillment of the covenant means today we we have the privilege of having the Holy Spirit where we can be given revelation for ideas, for inventions, for investment opportunities, for how to give in our community, for how to pass it on to the next generation. So I think the more we do that, I want to encourage us all, the more we think prophetically with how we manage our resources, how we become stewards, then that's just going to create testimony. And that is going to be really the glory of God that people are going to look, just like is happening with, with the revival on college campuses. People are going to notice that how you run your business, how you invest, how you give is different, right? Even people in the church that are, that are Christians, that love the Lord, when you're walking prophetically in a management of, of resources, what I'm going to call the revival of money, you're doing it uh, in a way that it just creates a different sound uh, in the atmosphere. And I really believe that is the heart of the Father. Well, I hope this has been really helpful. You know, one of the things I wanted to share also is when we think about stewardship and we think about this, well, how would walking as a spiritual father, a spiritual mother in the management of resources look at Scripture? Uh, we have to think much further than ourselves. You know, in the Old Testament, there was Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, three generations, right? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we look at the prophets, and there was Elijah, and then Elisha, and then Jehu, three generations. We look in the New Testament, we see Paul, who was a spiritual father to Timothy, and we see Timothy, who led the church at Ephesus. Three generations, right? We see Jesus with the 12. Of course, he had the three that he was closest to. He had the 12, and then he had the 70. And then, of course, you know, we have the Acts, the Acts church uh, starting in Acts 2. 
when we think about being kingdom investors, and I want to end with this, is we have to think in three generations. Most wealth in, in studies about the uh, famous families in, in U.S. history that created large amounts of wealth, most wealth rarely makes it past two generations. You know, right? Like that's extremely successful if you, you know, you have an invention, you you you're very blessed, you you know started something. Very rarely does it go past two generations. But scripturally, and we're going to call this creating generational legacy. And this is speaking, I know, to some of you. Some of you are not yet at this phase, but some of you I know watching this, you're at this phase where God is actually calling you to create a legacy with what he's given you. And I want to encourage you that scripture is really clear that we need to be thinking on a three-generation timeline. We need to be making decisions now with our investments, with our time, with our resources, with our friends, with our community on how is what I'm doing right now, how's that going to translate to one and two generations beyond me? And I think that right there, that's the heart of the Father. So I hope this has been helpful. I really feel it's a strong word from the Lord for us as we think about the revival that's going on spiritually in the U.S., uh, that there is coming, and it's already now, this reformation of how we look at money, how we look at our talents and abilities, how we look at finance in general. Um, when you think about all the spheres of culture, money, resources, if it, if it were an arrow being shot out of a bow, it goes through all seven spheres of culture. And so as you and I become leaders and more influential in, our, in your sphere, whether you're in the church sphere, the family, media, business, um, they're all needed. But as we catch this, catch this revival of money, this concept that stewardship is part of the original design, and we get to do this with the Holy Spirit, that the impact, I'm telling you, it is going to be more than you can ask or imagine. And I truly believe, and I, and I want to to declare this as we end, that we're thinking two generations past our own, and it's scriptural, and it's part of our inheritance. I hope this has been uh, impactful for you today. Again, a little different message today, but I do believe the revival of money is here, and it's going to transcend uh, culture, the church, and business. Thanks so much for being here on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you want to learn more about how to become a kingdom investor, how to apply this concept of the revival of money, feel free to visit us online at wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. We've got some great free resources for you. We'd love to send your way. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a kingdom investor and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show.